Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show. This is a show where we go through the box office of the weekend, including the top five and some big numbers, low numbers, all that stuff. I am joined by my co-host for this show. We have from the Cinemania World team and from Chili Boy Productions, we have Larry. Larry, hello. Hey, what up? How you, how you doing? I am right. <laughs> I'm back. Now. We back, we back, we back on that yes. box office thing. We knew we were going to be back for this week because... Wayne couldn't stomach it last week, y'all. I couldn't. I he was mad. It. He was mad as hell. <laughs> Why are you airing out my business like this? What's going <laughs> on? Leave me alone. Nobody got to know about how I feel about the purge and all that stuff. We'll talk about it today. Like, everything's going on. But we're back, everyone, here for today's show. We are going to talk about the box office for the week of July 10th. No, July July 9th. 9th sorry, guys. Um, and we had the opening weekend for Black Widow. And uh, yeah, so Larry, without further ado, what came in number one this week? Let's talk about it. So debuting at number one was Black Widow with $80 million in its opening weekend, which is a new post-pandemic record, breaking the one recently set by F9, which was $70 million. The film also opened in several international markets, though it has yet to open in China and other key places. It has made $158 million worldwide, However, the like shocking news was that Disney actually released the Disney Plus premiere access numbers, which they have not really been forthcoming with in past releases. And according to that report, uh, Black Widow brought in an additional $60 million off of premiere access, making for over $210 million worldwide opening, including that number. I <clears throat> so with that number, right? I did the I did the uh, the math. That's about two million people, like accounts, um, that watched it over the weekend, which is good. That kind of worries me, though. Kind of scary, you know. Do you think they released that number so they like? I feel I thought it was kind of weird for them to release the number. Yeah, Do you think weird. that that's kind of like them? Like, hey, I know it's not our usual big opening weekend, so look at what it did on a, on uh, Disney Plus. Did you get that yeah. vibe when they when they released it, or or was yes. I the only one? I was like, this is weird. <laughs> I definitely think so. We were talking last week that, or the last time we spoke, and actually, yeah. it was on it was on the world show or on the um, the show with Hannah, live show, uh, live show. Live yeah. show. Yeah. We were talking about how the predictions were already like a little bit much, and mm-hmm. this did come in at the low end of predictions. And actually, the concerning part, I think, of all of it is when you look at the Friday, like Thursday preview and Friday they numbers. Like, like bonkers were numbers. They were massive. And so it didn't do as great over Saturday and Sunday. And I'm wondering yeah. if it's like the people really hyped, like the big MCU fans, all went, you know, Thursday, Friday. And then everybody else watched it on Disney+. Plus. Like, all the families just stayed home and watched it on Disney+. Mm-hmm. Plus. Um, so that's what's interesting to me, because that first numbers were matching, like, Spider-Man, which opened to $120 million. So it was like, Yeah, whoa. it was like <laughs> 95, 100. When I, I literally said on the last live show I did with Hannah, it was, I think it was Thursday or something. I was like, I don't know why everyone's about to go crazy over this Black Widow number. I don't see anything over like 90. I was like, it's going to, yeah. and, and, and even if it goes 80, 85, that's really good, yeah. you know, considering that it's on uh, Disney Plus and stuff. So I didn't understand where those tracking numbers were coming from. Uh, the 110s and uh, I think Friday, when that Friday number came out, people started comparing it to other movies that opened around that number. So like Wonder Woman and like yeah. um, Thor Ragnarok and stuff like that. Um, so then that's when everyone started going even more crazy with that this could be the 100 million. I still was not like, I don't, I think it's going to do 90. I, I capped yeah. off my, my prediction at 90. Mm-hmm. Um, so 80 million really isn't surprising to me. I just yeah. don't want it to turn into what happened with In the Heights. And people come on here and be like, it's a disappointment because $80 million is uh, really good, especially um, 
in this time frame. Now, I have a couple of questions. I think that's why you. Disney did that, though. That's the right. other reason. So that people couldn't come on and be like, oh, disappointing because Disney was like, hold up, we made 60 mil. On right on, on Disney on Plus. Disney Plus. So a couple of things that I want to ask you. Uh, first things, does that make you kind of worry for other studios wanting to try to do it? Because that did that does still it did still have the thirty dollar premium. So does that make you a little bit worried that an HBO Mac, like a Warner Bros, is like, yo, listen, man, that Suicide Squad, twenty <laughs> bucks. You know, what do you think? Um. If anything, it just makes me wonder if they're going to switch Shang-Chi to this. Because right Mm -hmm. now they have Shang-Chi as just theatric. um, Or Eternals or something. Um, I just think HBO Max has their numbers. They know like what people are doing over there. So, you know, right now, if Mm -hmm. they try it, I I don't think they can pull it off. If I'm being honest. I would not suggest that Warner Brothers try it. Um, and it's just interesting to me because again, this is the first time Disney has pulled this, so it makes me mm-hmm. it's kind of side eye everything else. Like, were they not happy with a lot of these other numbers? That's why they didn't release it to the public. Like, it kind of makes you side eye. I just thought it was you know? so. How do you have those numbers right away? I just there's something just weird about like. 80 million. Hey, 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 but look, that's 60 million on Disney Plus. You know, it just feels like a, like a, it felt, it feels like a, like a panic. Like a, don't, hey, I know it didn't do a uh, hundred, 185 million, but look at this. You know, I just, I don't know. I just think it's weird. It is weird. And honestly, I mean, I just made a video today about this box office because sure, I, was, right. I was ready for these people. Um, <laughs> but when you look at like, non-sequel solo films most of them open under 100 million in the mcu and here's my granted you know thor and captain america first avenger were a decade ago so for inflation or whatever ticket price but they opened in the 60s ant-man opened in the 50s uh you know iron man's one of the few that opened 98 and then we have captain marvel and black panther which just opened here's the thing Here's the thing, too, because Homecoming opened up to, like, 117, right? Yeah, yeah. But here's my thing about, it's, okay, that's really bad how we are at box office. We could just sprout all these fucking numbers. Like, it's, like, <laughs> I, yeah. especially MCU. I literally have every open weekend number, like, in my, in my brain. But anyway, here's my thing. I was going to ask you that. If this was any other hero that's, like, more of a... Like, uh, I don't want to... I don't want to pit people against each other. But say this was... Okay, here's the thing. Say we're in a pandemic, say this is like 2018, and say this is like Guardians of the Galaxy, or like, I mean, you know, Volume 2, or like a Infinity War. Do you think they would take this much of a hit? Do you think they open more? Mm. Like 80, this opened around 80. Do you think like a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 would do like a, a 100 or around the same mark? Same same scenario too, like Disney Plus, all yeah. that. I think it might open a little bit bigger. I don't know how much bigger. I don't know. I just I'm wondering what the cap is right now because as we know, Canada it's, is pretty much still closed. It's opening like next week is when yeah, the big so cities in Canada. So that's a whole country, and we like right. we said last time they fold Canada into the domestic opening numbers. Oh, so, I didn't even know that. Okay, so it's U.S. and Canada make the domestic numbers. So there's a whole country closed right now, which they only make I up did about not even know that twenty percent of screens, though. Okay, uh, Canadian box office, but that's an extra twenty percent that you know probably went straight to that Disney Plus number. So mm. you know, who knows? It's just know, so hard. If it's another solo film, I think it opens in the same range. I think it depends then, on who, too. Like, listen, yeah. if you if you drop Ant Man and the Wasp, or just Ant Man, like take Black Widow out and drop like an Ant Man, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna open around maybe even a little bit less than what this opened to. I just think it depends on the hero, and I just think right, I just think people are more interested in uh, the bigger scale heroes you know i even kind of feel like i even kind of feel that with the shows even like falcon and what the soldier it did great right 
But I mean, the the interest feels like it's more with the weird kind of outlandish big scale stuff than just like the grounded i think the grounded heroes are just not interesting anymore really like and not just not to say like black black widow is not interesting but first of all you killed her second of all it feels long overdue to where i have i have i have like um uh relatives who are like well why well they killed her off then so it's like a prequel i'm like yeah i mean i don't know but like I feel my like if you, who I if, do my other podcast with was wanting like a, an origin story. It's kind of right. and thinking we were getting, and I was like, "Oh no, that's not." It's what not even that is. really not an origin story. And I'm thinking like if even if you go, because um, I hate people pitting like the the women heroes, but say for like the sake of like uh, conversation, like like so, say Wonder Woman, the first say like Wonder Woman comes out this week. You know, um, I, I honestly feel like that would have done a little bit a little bit better. Yeah. But I just don't know. I just don't know how much interest you're gonna have with audiences when it's a character you killed off, and it's not really anyone new, really. Yeah. You know? I just it's a it's a perfect storm of meh to me. Like you said, it's a character we killed. It's a character that's been a side character for a decade in this right. universe. They haven't done much to really explore her in the films up to this point they've given us very little she's been super secretive um and you know we've all really liked black widow but like you said it's just like what what's the story to tell how does this propel us forward and i think people are more willing to give it a chance if it's on disney plus for free already like loki we're like oh yeah he's dead how does for this sure i was gonna bring that up like if what if this was loki free, movie Right, if it was Loki movie. I think it, Loki would probably be in the same realm, especially if there wasn't Thor in there. I agree like, with you. That's what I'm. I don't yeah, think I agree. It would be much bigger. I think you know, for a series that's cool, and we're all loving it, and we're willing to now. If they released a Loki movie, I think it would right. be better. But uh, Black Widow, part of me wishes. I think she should have been like Hawkeye, and maybe got a series. But then it wouldn't make sense because she's dead. So, <laughs> or it just would have listened when you said. When you said on the live show with Hannah and I, when you were like, this would have been a perfect follow-up to, 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 to Civil War. And I think this would have done bonkers num- numbers if it would have came out. Because it's literally tying up those. It's coming right after those big events. We saw the Avengers split up in Civil War. And now you have one of them on the run? Like that, what kind of story that would have been? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and and the, the whole on the run story in this movie lasts like a minute, and then you know what I mean. So I'm thinking, like, if you go back to 2016, right in the middle, in the middle of the summer, Black Widow, the the top, you know, the uh, the aftermath of Civil War. Like, I think it would have been, and then you throw in Tony Stark in this movie, maybe like to do like a little cameo. I think it would have been crazy, and then we would have had Yelena in Infinity War, and then Black. Imagine like Black Widow's death um in endgame when when yelena finds out about it you know what i mean like instead of a fucking post credit scene where like it's kind of like a joke you know yeah so i uh i just think i i just see that news that florence Pugh said that they just filmed that at the end of 2020 yeah it makes sense with the the whole otherwise if they had filmed that and released it last may it would have been like what who the hell is this yeah they had to shift the uh release slate it makes total sense i'm actually glad they did it um but i'm just thinking of i think this would have bloomed i think this this would have like would have blown the doors off the place if it would have came after civil war the aftermath of civil war the movie is about natasha on the run her family's helping her you know like it would have been crazy i I think that could have opened up to like at least about the same as homecoming and, and ragnarok around 120 right but even didn't something do it. like you killed her <laughs> um something like far from home it came out after end game and a big part of us were kind of on the letdown effect for far from home of like oh wow how do we go from end game to spider-man it right. still opened big it randomly opened on a tuesday for whatever which adam i still don't That's, even know what happened there. uh but i mean especially when you look at the final box office it was big it was bigger than homecoming right. um 
But I think Black Widow would have had that effect of people might have been like, but it would have been even better because it's not closing the whole saga. It's still propelling us into the next round. But you have that moment of like, okay, what's next? And even if we were like, "Eh, okay, Spider-Man, we were still like, okay, how are they going to handle the post-Endgame world? You know what I noticed about, you know what I honestly noticed about the MCU's box office? It's all about how the last movie set this the next movie does that make sense yeah so here's the thing right infinity war comes out the most shocking one of the most shocking endings to a comic book film ever right you follow up with ant-man and the wasp and like no i don't care what anyone says on twitter like ant-man's fine i don't care what anyone says i know you were not going into that movie hyped over ant-man you wanted to know how the fuck this is going to tie into Infinity War. I know it. You're lying if you if you, if if that's not the case. I think one of the reasons why Captain Marvel was so big and opened up so big is because the last shot is her logo in Infinity War. That is huge stakes, and that's like and you know man, she's, she's gonna, gonna play a big part, right? You know she's gonna play a massive part in the next movie. So when when that movie comes out. We're excited to see her powers, her origin, and all that, but we're we're trying to see how this progresses the story, and not a single person left the theater. I heard people were leaving theaters left and right, and Black Widow. I mean, honestly, why not? Because, like, I I, I mean, it's it, she's dead. I just don't get it. Okay, so Captain Marvel ends. Not no, not a single person. I went, I went to see the movie two times. Not a single person left the theater because you know what's coming next is Endgame or like Infinity War stuff, and that's what it was. So I think that was a big number because, of course, it's a new. I just feel like you put a new character. I, I feel like if you take uh, Captain Marvel away from that like Endgame and Infinity War hype, I think the opening probably would have been like at least like around 105 or something like that, or like 110 maybe. Yeah. But I just think that that opening was just, you know, this is pro- progressing the story. And that's why I think that the MCU does so well. So when you put, you know, when you kill Black Widow, and then you're like, come see her movie though, you're like what? Like so what? 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 This? No one knows when it had when it like when it takes place in the timeline. No one understands. This doesn't progress the story. And Black Panther was like kind of its own beast because of you know the cultural uh, kind of impact of that movie. And I just think Thor Ragnarok is kind of crazy to think about that opening. But I think that's just because it just looked so damn good. Honestly, like you know <laughs> the aesthetic was completely different. You 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 know the trailers gave off a new a different vibe. You had Hulk in there and stuff and it just felt bigger than the last two Thor movies you know um so I just think it's all about what progresses the timeline and when it comes to box office and the, like the the you know the singular kind of films when it comes to like a Doctor Strange or whatever you know there's yeah. they don't really blow up because it's like okay it's a new I mean you got to do this though because you got to introduce new characters and I'm I'm really interested to see how Shang-Chi and uh, Eternals do when it comes to you know because they're not doing the Disney plus so I'm really interested to see how those how those movies kind of do um in hmm. in the theaters yeah me too uh, yeah, yeah so um overall I think it's a solid opening um 80 million right in the dot uh, most likely it's going to be a little bit higher um you know tomorrow Probably like a you know eight 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 point one or something like that. Yeah. But this is uh, pretty good. I'm glad it stuff. took that record. I I had hoped it would. I predicted it would beat Fast Nine. So I'm of glad course, it yeah, did. So did I. Yeah, I'm glad it did too. Um, everyone was like, oh, it was Fast Nine. It's whatever. <laughs> um, I'm glad <laughs> it did good. Um, and I'm happy <laughs> for I'm happy uh for women. You know, this is good shit. And I'm good. I'm excited to see what it does in China when it finally opens there. I don't even yeah. have a release set for there, so we'll see. But so next week, what do you see? Um, oh God, see, that's why I don't know. Is because the Disney Plus, yeah, the, you had sixty million worth of people. How many did you say? Two, three million. So about, about two million. Yep, about two million. So two yeah. million accounts just can watch it on loop if they want now. You know, because they paid that's the thirty bucks, that's so a they great have it. Point. There's, there's no going back to the. I hope this is not a thing for upcoming because that yeah. means there's no going in. I going back for repeat viewings i remember when endgame came out and for three weeks the theaters were filled to the brim like you know what i mean like endgame was just oh i 
I would kill to go back to that weekend just to like of the hype of that week. It was just insane. But Larry, I'm not joking. Like Monday was filled to the brim. Thursday before the second weekend was filled to the brim. Sunday on second weekend was filled. A Friday (laughs) on week three, it wasn't like full. But it was like the 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 cup first couple of rows were empty. Everything yeah. else was filled. So it's like, um, I don't think we're gonna get something like that for this one uh, next week. I think next week it'll take a hefty 50, 55 percent. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking too. Fifty five yeah, percent, about fifty five. So what is that? Like thirty something million? About thirty five mil. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I think all around. So I think it's pretty good. But I think it, yeah. you know. It, could have been without the pandemic and all that stuff and Disney Plus. Maybe it would have been a lot more better. So uh, we'll <laughs> get into number two. We got so number two is F nine, the Fast Saga, in its third week of release. It I brought in an additional ten point <laughs> eight million, which is a fifty two percent drop from its second week of numbers. This is its first week bumped out of the number one spot, but the ninth film from the Fast and Furious franchise has now made one hundred and forty one point three million dollars domestic and five hundred and forty one. million worldwide. So I think it's the first film to pass that $500 million worldwide, at least from the United States. Um, I think maybe a a Chinese or Japanese movie already did that. But anyway, $541 million is a pretty solid number as well. So there you go there. Uh, What does that title even like mean? Like, what know. is I that? I hate the title too. F nine, the Fast Saga. Like, oh, what? yeah, what is this? <laughs> what a movie is... called Hi Mom is the number one movie of the year so far. In uh, where? What? <laughs> so it's Chinese, um, and it's made eight hundred and twenty-one million dollars in China. Uh, and then detective. When did China, it come out? What's going uh, on? I I have not even heard of this movie for it to be you know like even if it came out in February. Yeah. And it's literally only released in Australia, Hong Kong, and New Zealand and China. Hi, mom. I have no idea what's going on here. That is but... nuts. Uh, but yeah, and then a Chinese <laughs> movie is at number two as well with six hundred eighty-six million. Damn and then we have F Nine: The Fast Saga. Yeah, F nine. Listen, I listen. I'll, I'll say all my jokes, but listen. Uh, the the title didn't mean a damn thing when it came to these numbers. Um, ten million week three. I mean, it's. I mean, you're, you're going up against Black Widow now, uh, but it's okay. It's good. You know, they lost about five hundred theaters. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's pretty good. I don't think. I think next week we'll see about same amount of drop, maybe sixty percent drop next week. Uh, but I think ten point eight. Uh, one hundred forty one million. Total domestic is pretty good for F nine the fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw somebody they were talking about. Oh, this is a pretty good number until you realize that F eight made you know one point whatever billion dollars, and it's did like, it really? I mean, it did, but again, I just I don't know people. <sighs> We're just in a different era right now. It's so hard to compare a franchise to, you know, when they were coming out at their peak. I don't know. Like, yeah, what, things F, are better. F eight did that? Hump did that much? Yeah, F F eight made a billion dollars outside of the U.S. alone. Oh yes, that's right. It made oh, about so- two hundred thousand, two hundred million, I think, in the U.S. But it made like a billion dollars uh, everywhere else, but without us. Yeah. <laughs> And there are still quite a bit of countries that haven't, like, opened. Australia is actually kind of going back into lockdown mode. uh, So their theaters have started to close again. Oh, they got got that strain or something like that? Yeah. And then looking at, uh, like, uh, southeastern Asia has also been closed off with theaters again. So Yeah, the Olympics are, like, they're not doing any fans because things are getting crazy still over there. Yeah, so I think Japan is one of the ones that's not really a Thailand. Yeah, so it's really hard to compare this. I think if this was regular timing, uh, it probably would have done about the same. Because this was yeah. come out last year. I think it would have done about the maybe a little yeah, bit lower than it, F8. But yeah. yeah, I was like, I, yeah, I don't know if it could quite reach F8. But yeah. and like Furious Seven, we already talked about that. That's the height of the franchise. I don't think Fast and Furious no. movies are ever going to reach Furious Seven. Ever. I think there's a way. No one wants to listen to me. 
you you Stop. put you put all of them together like John Cena and you put The Rock in the same movie I swear to god it will do something maybe not maybe not as big but like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it'll it'll do something okay um okay number 3 all right, so our top new release from last week, uh, since we were not around, uh, at number three, we have The Boss Baby Family Business, which brought in $8.7 million in its second week of release, which is 45% down from its opening. That brings The Boss Baby sequel domestic total up to $34.7 million, and its worldwide total up to $36.4 million, as it has not really released in many other countries yet. So... Uh, uh, yeah. So this opened to 16. Hey, Universal, look at them. Yeah, uh, this up to 16 million right in the range we were talking about, like the 15, mm-hmm. 18, 20, like right in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a 45% drop is not, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's, well, it'll be interesting to see if it holds better moving forward, if it becomes mm-hmm. one of those that just never dies, or oh my God, if we're past I hope that. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw uh, the Boss Baby too. I was not a fan. Um, I heard. I heard. I, I heard. don't want a third one, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Um, <laughs> I think. I think they'll go for it. I. I just seen. I've seen so many animated movies open like less and get like like. Didn't Sing do not that great? And it's like a. Isn't the sequel? The sequel is coming out like this year. So. Sing. Um, I thought I, I could have sworn so seeing like open to like meh kind of numbers around the same around like boss baby kind of numbers. Yeah. Oh, so let's see. Sing open to thirty five million. It's opening weekend. Opening weekend? Oh my god! Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? What I think? What that's uh, domestic? It made two hundred seventy, and worldwide Ooh. it made six hundred and thirty four. <laughs> Maybe I'm so, thinking of something yeah. else. No, okay. Sing made quite a bit of money. That's why I got a sequel. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of something <laughs> else. <laughs> something. I don't know, but Whatever. I mean, don't it's not gonna. Me. It's not gonna make the money the first Boss Baby made no. by any means. It better not get that Oscar nomination that the first Boss Baby got. Oh Lord! Um, so yeah, hopefully this is it for for the little Trump uh, cartoon. Oh my God! Um, yeah, I don't really, I didn't really see the movie, so I don't really have like an input as far as I got at. Why are you gonna watch Boss Baby? It's not happening. Have you ever seen the first one? I have, and I thought it was like annoying. So I mean, yes. So um yeah, number three. Hey, good for you, Universal. Oh. You kill Universal's killing it this they weekend. Are. They, they are got killing three movies it. in the top five, period. Yeah, last and weekend they, they swept the weekend. They had the entire yeah. top three last week. Yeah, and they have no deal of like HBO Max or like Disney no. Plus. Oh, good for them, honestly. Um, okay, number four. Oh god, it's like a double-edged sword. So coming in at number four oh, is oh, The oh, Forever oh. Purge, which made six point oh, seven oh, mil oh. in its second week of release, which is a forty-six point five percent drop. That brings the Forever Purge up to twenty-seven point four million domestic and thirty-four point eight million worldwide. So this is gonna get a fifth eighteen one, whatever. What number are we on again? So this Eight? was the fifth one, so it would be yeah. the sixth. Listen, okay, I don't know. I feel like this is all your fault. You know what I'm saying? Do I, I feel do like I talking like six, and then it came out at twelve. So I'm just like, came... bruh. <laughs> and then week two, it does the it does the six point seven. I I don't know what it is. I it didn't I, even I thought drop the fifty percent. I'm glad it stayed under a fifty percent drop. That's good it. for horror because horror usually be dropping at least fifty plus. Listen, so. I'm happy. As far as a horror fan, I'm happy. <laughs> as far as a purge, a purge used to be purge fan. I'm not too happy. Right. Them Give it tra- a chance. Give them it a trailers chance. look so bad. Them posters look bad. I don't understand what people thought. It's like it. it's like the middle purge. It's like number three in the ranking of the five. Mm, I don't know. I watch it. I watch it. Yeah, give it a shot. Give it I a chance. Go. I ain't going though. Come you know on, what it man. is? It's like Zola for you. You know how like you are with Zola. <laughs> I just, I just don't want to do it with the purge. I don't know what it is. And I'm supposed Lord. to be a fan. I'm supposed to be a fan of this franchise. I, I don't I like, like hate. That. 
I don't like hate one single one. Maybe like maybe election year was a little rough. Like the fucking chocolate bar ladies. That election year, that was terrible. Like, um, but I mean, I don't know. Listen. I just thought, I just thought it looked really really bad. We're gonna stay really in the purge forever. That's why they titled it this. God I mean, damn it! Never finishing. Okay, let's go. Because what? What? This probably at least was only nine million, probably like under ten million budget. Yeah, just about. Yeah. yeah. So I just don't like when they. It's I, already tripled the budget, yeah. so we good. I just, I just don't <laughs> like when studio. I appreciate diversity, but I just don't like when studio when Hollywood shoots certain races. Does that make sense? So the movie opens. I mean, not not opens. Like the movie, the trailer opens, and the tint is like yellow. Oh, yeah. And it's doing the thing where it's like Mexico means like yellow and grimy. <laughs> and Mexico was fucking gorgeous. So I don't understand what's going on here. And I'm looking at these stupid cowboys. I know they're gonna be racist. Were they racist, Larry? Can you confirm? <laughs> were they racist? No, yes. I can't they confirm were, or deny to you. They, they were you fucking racist. They were racist. We, as hell. we can't discuss till you. James watch. DeMonico is still writing these damn movies, still directing these damn movies. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So until like things change, I will come back to the purge. Mm-hmm. For now, I I have moved on from the purge franchise. Come on back. It ain't happening. Uh, they need they need new people on that thing he's done every single one of them (laughs) i'm so tired of james demonico and his purge movies give somebody else a chance to like do a purge movie it's always racist it's always like weird but you know that's that's the jam (laughs) the racist talk Oh fuck, man! And then the people come out. They're like shocked. They were some people were shocked that this purge movie was political. And I was like, "What the hell?" I'm not shocked. I'm just what they do. Have you watched a purge movie? That's why I asked you. Where where, where, the the cowboy in the trailer? Where he's like the forever purge? Was he racist? Just say it. I know there's. (laughs) I know there's a joke. There's like a racist joke that he says to like the Mexicans. I just know it. (laughs) There's lots of racists in here. Okay, and I'm tired. I think it's time to change. And they need (laughs) they need a a Blumhouse and and uh, James DeMonaco. They need they need to do something different because it's getting old. You know, mm-hmm. okay. So right, so that's my. I'm boycotting the Purge franchise until things change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you say. Okay. Um. All right. Number f- is that number five? Are we mm-hmm. number five? No, number five is okay, Quiet Place Part Two, which brought in an additional three million, which is a very good twenty six percent hold in its seventh week of release and this weekend the a quiet place part two became the first film post-pandemic to cross 150 million domestic as it's now up to 150.7 and worldwide it's up to 279 million so quiet place part two first film to cross 100 million and now the first to cross 150 holy shit i stand corrected everyone James DeMonica was a producer, and the movie was directed see? by Everardo Gout. See, now you got to watch it. Oh, no, 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 no. You see the writer, James DeMonico. No, 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 no goodbye, but there's a new goodbye, director. Pause. There's a new director. You got to come see, in. Larry, I need both. I need director no. and writer. <laughs> you don't need both. <laughs> until, they do, until they get a new director and a new writer, then no. I'm going to be in it opening weekend. That's it. See? Come on. <laughs> I can't do it. By the way, one of the one of the one of the actors in there is is, uh, is um, Namor in Black Panther. See, what was this? Tinoch Huerta, I think that's his name. I think yeah, he's Namor. Um, he got a bulk up though. What's going on? Anyway, okay. Uh, Quiet Place Part Two, three million. Listen, this is this movie is doing well. I I don't know. Um, I remember Hannah mentioned a couple of weeks. It was a while ago on the live show. Saying that she doesn't believe it's gonna do all that well because you know gimmick films come like once in a you know and I was like you know yeah we are you know but like I was like I was like I mean listen it has something this they have to do something with this franchise and I know everyone's tired of the universes and this that and the third but you got something here with this uh, with this um this concept. And I liked part two, but I definitely felt like they could have done more as far as world building goes. Um, so I think you you got Paramount Plus. Do something, you know, like 
I, I'm just saying, like they. Why I mean, you you're only something like that. You're, Damn. Only, you're only gonna have iCarly for so long, and then you gotta switch it up. I think a, I think a Quiet Place series would do really well. And then Boss good. Baby on there. I think so. It is actually no. It's yeah. on Peacock. Peacock. Oh, Peacock. 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 Okay, yeah. I was like, it's on one of them. Right. How much they charge for that? Peacock? Uh, I think it's like four dollars. No, no, no. Like the, you don't you have to rent it off of there? No, it's free. I was, I was the like, boss. I baby? might just I might just hop on Peacock and watch that shit. You know? Really? It's just free. Oh, yeah, I thought see. it was like a premium on top of it. Boss, but Larry, the only one doing all them premiums is fucking Disney. <laughs> <laughs> the only one doing all that. Disney is the one who's like premium. You gotta pay us. <laughs> this is too much, Disney. <laughs> Let me see. Um, because I could be wrong. Uh, stream now. Actually, no. I got the Peacock app on my phone. What am I doing? Hold on. Okay. Let me look this up. Let me open this up. Opening up Peacock. I don't really use Peacock. It's very boring to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too much. It's too, there's too much streaming. I just think. Oh, um, so you just. What? Oh, you what? just have to get the plus one, I guess. Peacock premium or something like that. Yeah, I guess. So you oh, just got to wow. pay the nine ninety nine a month and you get that, I guess. Yeah, so it's like streaming only on Peacock. So no, I have That's it. Weird. Yeah, so I I um. Okay, so you know, so wrestling WWE Network, they shifted to Peacock, right? And what? I don't know, they just got bought by like the, the network got bought by Peacock. So now all the WWE stuff is on Peacock. So if you were paying nine ninety nine for WWE Network, you just still pay that, but it's paid to Peacock. So like literally, I can back and press play right now on Boss Baby Family Business. That is great. Oh. Yeah, well, there you so, go. So it's like the same situation as HBO Max. I didn't even yeah, realize. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. That's good though. I didn't know that either. I, 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 I saw that on TV once because they showed the trailer, and then it had like also streaming on Peacock. And I think this is the future, Larry. I um. Yeah, I don't think. See, that's the one though that I don't think it hurt the box office at all because I don't think anybody knows you can go and watch that mess on Peacock. I saw I, I that that was my first time hearing about it when I saw the trailer yeah. on a t it was a TV spot I was watching the finals game yeah it was NBA finals and right in this it said in theaters and on Peacock and I said what <laughs> I was befuddled I said and I think that's listen I think remember how a couple of months ago we were talking about we were talking about HBO Max and how people how many people know about HBO Max as far as like yeah. you can watch these movies because I'm honestly I honestly feel like listen. When it comes to cable, people watch. I'm not gonna be like no one watches cable anymore because people do the the these games and these there's like shows that still average about two to three million viewers, and the Kardashians still do like five million. You know what I mean? So, but my thing is, is that if I was not watching on if I was not watching the NBA Finals, I would never know that Boss Baby Two was on Peacock. To this day, I would have never known, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of the case with a lot of these HBO Max releases is like if you're not seeing a tra- it on a trailer, because it's not like you go to the movies and the movie theater's like, hey, it's on HBO Max too. Of course they're not doing that. Yeah. And it's not like when you're, I mean, when you're on YouTube watching the trailer, it says it. But if you're on TV and you just want to figure, you just want to go on and you want to go to the movies this weekend and a trailer comes on, like how many people know some of these movies are on streaming, you know? Um, and I, I kind of think that's something we have to like think about when it comes to some of these HBO Max releases because um, like mem- remember when like uh, it was like Judas was like doing okay and stuff like that and uh, the little things and stuff. And it's like if you don't know, if you go to a theater, I mean, if you are just casually living your life, how do you know that Godzilla vs. Kong is on HBO Max for the whatever the subscription is? You know what I mean? So yeah. I just think that's something interesting to talk about because I would have never known about the Boss Baby being on Peacock if I didn't watch the NBA Finals. I know. I was like, oh, I just didn't realize it was free on there too. So yeah, there you yeah. go. So, 
Um, and, and granted, they're not like advertising it like crazy, <laughs> like yeah. you know, uh, like on Twitter and stuff like that. They're still like go see it in theaters, but you know, it's just something interesting. Hmm. Um, okay, any other any other stories from so, the box office? Well, weekend? Cruella only dropping seven percent. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, two, <laughs> this two weekend. Uh, yeah, it just keeps kind of trucking. It was at number six, but it made two point two million. It crossed over. It's up to eight eighty million now. Hey, uh, eighty million is not bad for Cruella, huh? Yeah, that's that's pretty good i'd say and then 216.8 mil worldwide um so i think actually pretty pretty solid numbers for corella honestly solid solid, solid especially because yeah. it was one of the first films it was on that early wave where a lot of states were still weird um mm-hmm. we got what peter rabbit hitman's wife oh god i can't even talk about it in the heights it's just too sad look at zola yes. down here zola not hey. doing nothing you know hey what i will say about zola is that Zola is at 3.5 million. I was not expecting that number. This is only two weeks. Yeah. That's not bad. I mean, listen, we were tanking on these indies. Like, lord, these indies <laughs> are dying. Like, they're, but listen, 620,000. <laughs> I think, and then 3.5 right now for total, that's not terrible. Also, I mean, look at this. This is pretty impressive to me. Is Summer of Soul being at one point four million when it's available for free right now on Hulu? On Hulu, that's not bad. Oh my that's, god, are indies coming back? That is what? not a bad and little number for that. When I and think that's a documentary. This, what I think this is, and I think I, I noticed this in Boston, some of the indie theaters are opening back up. So maybe hmm. indies are making a comeback. Hey. Oh, let's hope. We love to see it because, like, Lord, they need they need some help. <laughs> These indie theaters, they need some help. This is so, A24. What else has A24 released back into theaters? Is Zola their, like, return? That's it. So hopefully um, this is a, a good question. sign A24. for the Green Knight. Oh, lay, I don't know. Lay. Stop. Stop. <laughs> the Green Knight about to light him up. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, any other big drops? Spirit Untamed. This kind of came and went. Huh? I'm know. actually shocked it made 17 million. When I looked over there and saw that number, I didn't think it did that. This is the horse movie, right? Yeah, it's the horse this, movie. Uh, I mean, I just is, what's going on here? I haven't really heard much about it, so I'm shocked it even made 17 million. I really want to go see Zola. I just don't know when. Like, nah, I'm so far you don't from need everything. Yes, I do. I'm it. so far from everything now. It's like ridiculous. Um, no, first you got to watch Forever Purge before Zola. Literally, it's not happening. Come on. Okay, so Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard is Look just all these there. movies you ain't seen. Okay, let's what? do the rundown right quick. <laughs> the Boss Baby, <laughs> The Forever Purge. I've seen them both. What you talking about? Hitman, Wife, Bodyguard. I've seen them. I've seen that. Peter show. Rabbit 2. I've seen that shit too. Zola, Summer of Soul. Oh, uh, I do want to watch Summer of Soul, but I'm probably Twelve Mighty out. Orphans. I don't even know what that is. Spirit Untamed. Did you see that? Come on, Larry. You Queen didn't see Bees. <laughs> Did you see Spirit Untamed, Larry? Don't do this. <laughs> I still. Oh snap! Um, so I carry you with me is into fifty-seven theaters now, and one of them's an AMC by me. It's only in two theaters here, and one of them's now AMC. So I'm about to hit it up. Yes, I wanted to see. I, I really want to go back to the indie theaters. So and now bad. that Leo, our little friend so Leo, he got his AMC A list, so oh, I'm finally. about to make him Good. go with me. Good shit. Good shit. I want to go see Zola though. I just have to find find out what time. Um, Larry, I'm gonna go see Zola. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Listen, I am getting happy again when it comes to box office because so long were we just depressed like box office is done theaters are done theaters are coming back they're doing good summer's been pretty well, last week we missed uh, another special event last week it was the first time that the entire top 10 all made over a million dollars i'm so happy to see that because right now we have... they didn't quite do it it was eight this week but yeah, last we week eight. was the First time the entire top ten got to that million dollar mark. Larry, so. do you remember when we were celebrating like when when a movie did like five million? <laughs> and we were like, oh my god, like whatever did five million? Larry, look, like remember and look at this. Where it's our, I'm I'm glad it's good to know that um, 
audiences still believe in a theater experience, and that's really, really good to see. I'm, I still get worried when it comes to these like streaming stuff and how well they're doing, but I do like the fact that audiences still want to go to the movies. Question for you. This just came to my head. I don't know why. Do you think this will be the same in the fall, or do you think this is, be, this is like a big thing now with audiences because it's summertime? I'm hoping soon we get back to kind of just consistent. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Hopefully. Yes. I'll say yes. We're going to stay consistent in the fall. I'll say yes. I hope so. I kind of, I just kind of get, I just get nervous, you know. I know. Me too. Um... I just get nervous because I, I, I don't want this to be like a thing where it's just because of the summertime. Um, although I'm happy that summer summer is when we're coming back to the theaters because I feel like summer is like one of the best times to be in the theaters for certain movies. Just the hype levels are just so much like more crazier. Uh, yeah. But I do hope that in the fall, I don't. I hope that we don't see like a huge drop in theater numbers when it comes to like August into the fall. You know, I'm, I'm going to be really worried for that. Yeah. But I do think it's very smart that we're going to have a good amount of spooky stuff for October. Um, I think it's only one thing, right, for October, which is Halloween. Halloween. Uh, it, it's a big open. It, it, I mean, it's a big movie for October. So I think that's good that we're getting that. And I think that the fact that we're getting two uh, hero movies – and one big kind of superhero movie at the end of the year to kind of top off in Spider-Man 3, I think that's good as well. So we'll see how it all plays out as far as yeah. the box office goes. But um, next week, next week, what do we got? Nothing, right? Yeah, well, Space Jam. Oh, shit. Space Jam is next week, huh? Space that's it, Jam right? And, and uh, there's room. one more, Escape Room 2. Yeah, Escape Room. Uh, Tournament of Tournament Champions. Of Champions. Okay, so Space Jam, I don't know, HBO Max, uh, what do we think? I Black Widow Week 2, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with 25 for Space, for space I know, Jam. I was bouncing around between 20 to 25, so I'll go, t- I'll go 25 as well. We'll both, we'll both go yeah. 25 and see what happens. Escape Room is in a tough spot because you're going to have, a lot of competition right now. F9 Did is I, still... Ugh. Say what you want about F9, but it's still in theaters. We have Black Widow Week 2, and we're going to have Space 10. Jam. I say 10 yeah, for Escape, Escape Room. room. I say like 11, 10. Maybe like 10, yeah, 11. I just, even, yeah, I say 11. Ugh. And what do you think fan. about Pig? I don't even know. I don't know what's going on. With Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I don't... That's coming out next week? Yeah, there's a little movie Pig. I don't know. I thought that was coming out. I, I mean, it's gonna make like one meal, maybe. But I'm like, what's going <laughs> on here with this pig movie? I don't know. I'm ready for this nine days. When is that coming out? Sorry, I'm on a list right now. Awesome. Um, okay. I, I forget that people haven't seen nine days. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I was supposed to see it last year. It's like, I know it's been just so long since I it's saw it at that uh, film festival that it's like, damn, what mm-hmm. is this die in the gunfight? What? I don't see that shit. It says nationwide. What list are you on? Because I've been on Rotten Tomatoes. With Diego Bonetta and Alexandra Daddario. Lord, I'm just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love Diego Bonetta. Yeah, I don't know. I see Danny Legend God. Do you have that on your list? <laughs> I don't know what's going of, on. Out of death. I don't know what's happening anymore. Maybe that's maybe that's like streaming movies. I don't know. Oh, um, okay, so let's go. Let's go with next week: Space Jam and Escape Room Two. Space Jam, um, Space Jam: The New Legacy. Is that what it's called? I see like twenty, maybe like twenty, twenty, twenty-five ish. Yeah, and then like Escape Room Two. I'm gonna see like ten, eleven. Yeah. And if I had to guess, like the top four, I think I'm gonna go with Black Widow, like 35, 36 mil, or uh, thirty. You know, Black Widow around that range. And then Space Jam 2, a number two, number two spot with like 20, 25. And then um, Escape Room, uh, 11. And then F9, number four with like, what, like six, seven? Five, six. Yeah. Six, seven. And then number five will probably end up being either the Boss Baby or the Favorite Perch. Actually, probably the Boss Baby. So we'll see. The Perch will probably drop harder. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though. It's another family-related film coming out. Well, there's also another horror. So there you go. That's true. 
Um, okay, all right, that is it, everyone, for this week's box office beatdown. Thank you guys all for what joining us. What if LeBron us, comes always. the next Dwayne Johnson? It's not Larry. What are you wow. about I'm this? That's <laughs> <laughs> not happening, Larry. LeBron, he's coming for that Oscar. <laughs> you think LeBron's about to blow up this damn box office next week? <laughs> what? What I will say, LeBron. When, that, when what I will say though about basketball players, um, Kyrie Irving, who was like a he was like the second guy on the team that LeBron was on back in a couple of years ago when his movie Uncle Drew came out, it did pretty good. Lord, and we both. So, did you did you ever watch it? No, I didn't go. I don't. I mean, me that. neither. We both. I remember we both was kind of boycotting Uncle Drew. Yeah, but I. But it opened okay. But it killed it at the box office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it opened okay. So maybe, and that had that didn't have no like Looney Tunes. So maybe maybe we're maybe we're undercutting LeBron and the Looney Tunes next maybe. week. Because it's actually, I've seen some positive buzz. I don't know. Yeah. I can never trust the buzz, but. So I was expecting it, people to trash it as soon as it came out, and that's not been the case. So Uncle Drew worldwide forty six million dollars, open and it opened to fifteen million dollars. Yeah, and shock. this and Uncle Drew and Kyrie Irving was the secondary to LeBron. So listen, maybe next week LeBron and the Tunes gonna open up to like forty million or something like that. Maybe LA is gonna know. show show out for their boy. <laughs> yeah, and he plays for the LA Lakers. Uh, he's not in the finals this year. So maybe like audiences kind of <laughs> miss him. And uh, you know, know they probably running them lo- Looney Tunes Space Jam ads like all it's all over ESPN NBA. <laughs> yeah, it's all over ESPN. It's all over ABC in the finals. Mm-hmm. I'm like so tired of it. I'm like they going ham with that Space Jam. <laughs> oh, I if I hear what in the Matrix hell again, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm, gonna... I'm going old school on me, or whatever the hell Grandma says. I can't. Listen, Larry. Listen, maybe that shit's gonna open to like fifty mil next week. It's about to take out Black Widow right before our eyes. You never know. Honestly, I kind of hope it does. I hope it kills it next week. I'm Look, gonna see. We're it. rooting for you, Space Jam. I'm gonna see it on Friday. I kind of hope it does business. You know, so hey. listen, Space Jam, kill it. We'll see how LeBron does. Because if Uncle Drew can open to fifteen mil and end up at forty six mil, and he's and he's the secondary of LeBron. It has no kind of market value around the movie. Yeah, you know, and he's, like and, no... and he's second to LeBron, but like to the general public, he who Kyrie, knows Kyrie Irving? Right, he's nothing compared to LeBron. Like, let's just be exactly. honest. Exactly. Listen, so listen, you have all the, and we always talk about culture. And listen, the kids show out as far as and a lot of little black uh, black little boys are gonna probably want to go see it. Listen, I maybe maybe we're on the cutting Space Jam too. Maybe it could do like I'm I'm changing my pick. I'm changing my prediction. I'ma go thirty. Okay. Thirty for a space jam too. Let's get it, LeBron James. <laughs> oh, thirty million. Let's see it. Take out Black Widow. Let's see how oh, we do. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. Larry, let everyone know where they can follow you. You can find me at Chili Boy YT on Twitter and Chili Boy Productions on YouTube and Instagram. All right. And you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemaniac World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.